0: Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. You know we always appreciate it, and we are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you can download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code College for $20 off your first purchase. More on that later. Plus, today's show, Iowa, they're ugly but they win. What are you going to do? Hawkeyes fans. Plus Michigan, Ohio state and Penn state. They all hold serve. They're ready for some big games coming up around the schedule. Actually, we'll talk a little Caitlin Clark and women's basketball today as well. And of course our big 10 top 10 at the end of the podcast, be sure to subscribe that little black button down below and follow lockdown big 10 for free, wherever you get your podcast. That way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. Iowa thinks ugly is beautiful. I think people are starting to get on board with it. Some, some, I know some of you are not. You'd like some more offense, but you are winning. And, uh, you know, I mean, but maybe it's time that Hawkeyes fans stop ripping Kirk Ferentz and offensive coordinator, Brian Ferentz, maybe just throwing it out there as an olive branch. Perhaps. I, I don't know. Uh, see what you think about that. But following Saturday's 15 to six win, uh, at Wisconsin, the Hawkeyes are now six and one. Six and one. And they got the inside track to the West Division title and a place in the Big Ten championship game. You know, uh five of the last nine uh winners of this game have gone on to the Big Ten title game and it just very well maybe six of ten. Look, I will won this game with a touchdown, two field goals, and a safety. I mean, that is as I will football as I will football can get, and they get the W. I mean, it's almost. It's almost becoming a meme of itself. Ride the wave, enjoy it, quit fighting it. It's uh, it's what Iowa football is all about. Uh, the news isn't all good, uh, despite uh, a winnable remaining schedule against Minnesota, Northwestern, Rutgers, Illinois, Nebraska. The Hawkeyes may be running out of players on its way to the finish line here. Uh, Deacon Hill has struggled in replacing Cade McNamara. Tight end Luke Lachey has already been out, lost for the season. Now, Michigan transfer Eric All. Also tied in, injured in this game Saturday. Some bright spots on offense suddenly appear to be the running game, which totaled 200 yards against the Badgers. In fact, in this game, pretty exciting performance. Um, Lashaw Williams, 174 yards, ran uh, for an 82-yard touchdown. Of course, last week, Caleb Johnson busted off a 67-yard run. So there's that. Maybe this is the new way. For the Iowa Hawkeyes and their offense, and don't laugh when I say this, but they got the best punter in the country, and it matters. Tory Taylor, uh, the guy is amazing. But oh, by the way, here's a picture if you're watching on YouTube of the uh, Heartland Trophy that they won by beating Wisconsin over the weekend. But uh, Tory, Tory Turner, the punter, or Tory Taylor, I should say, punted ten times for fifty-one yards um 51 yard average per kick he had a couple of kicks over 60 yards of this game he downed six kicks inside the 20 yard line he's truly an amazing field flipper is what he is he's a field field and then go let the defense do their job he's a big part it's like a hinge in the door everything kind of holds on him and he's doing a great job and field position leads me to the next point because i was defense is absolutely stifling with Players like Cooper DeGene and Sebastian Castro, Castro, uh, they're tough to score on. Castro had an interception in this game. A couple of hard hard hits in this game as well. Wisconsin had a bunch of three and outs in this game. And then uh, as long as we're talking about Wisconsin, Tanner Mordecai ended ended the game in a sling. He appeared to damage his throwing hand late in the second half on a follow-through, hit the helmet of uh, Jay Higgins. And then played another play. And then he's looking at the sideline, kind of hold his hand says, I can't throw. You literally could read his lips as he was yelling back at the sideline. They took him out of that ball game and Brayden Locke came in. Um, Braylon Allen, he had to leave the game Other upper body injury. We wondered at the time, watching it live, was a concussion, was a shoulder, whatever. But he did come back in the game. So it wasn't concussion. And he was playing hurt the rest of the game. Now, keep in mind, uh, uh, Badgers fan, you know, Ches Malusi's already gone. So the two headed attack at running back was down to one. And Allen did a a pretty monumental effort there. He just playing in that football game, took some hard hits later on as well. He did get over the 3000 yard rushing mark though for his career. So, um, anyway, see if he, uh, can, can get healthy because they definitely will need them. Meanwhile, uh, while we talk about Iowa and everything going on, we'd love to hear your comments. Hawkeye fans, you're all over the place and, and love this love-hate relationship you got with the Hawkeyes. Hit me up on Twitter at Big 10 and also here on YouTube. And don't forget our website, TalkBig10, number 10.com. So elsewhere around the Big 10, Penn State, they beat uh, UMass as expected. It was UMass. What are you going to do? 63 to nothing. That's about what we expected. and Actually, that's a little better than we even expected. Drew Aller, three touchdown passes, ran for another in this game. Two touchdown passes to Theo Johnson, and the defense had seven sacks and 14 tackles for loss. Uh, it was men among boys in this game. Duquan, uh, Daquan Hardy returned two punts for touchdowns, had 129 yards on three returns. By the way, Hardy had never returned a punt in college football before, so that was pretty good. Penn State is now 6-0, and 3-0 in the conference, and they got that big, big game coming up the, against the Ohio State Buckeyes on Saturday. Can't wait. We're gonna be doing a lot on that this week. That's for sure. Speaking of Ohio State, they won at Purdue, forty-one-seven. Kyle McCord threw three touchdown passes. Uh, Dalen Harden made his season debut and rushed for seventy-six yards and a touchdown. Why? Well, all of a sudden, the Buckeyes—they're a little bit—they're a little bit thin. Um, uh, Travion Henderson and Mayan Williams—they sat out with injuries, and then uh, Chip Tranum—he left the game. In the first, after a hit left him a little wobbly. So, and then, uh, Agmeca Agbuka, he didn't play either. So, all of a sudden, I'm starting to wonder this is something we're going to have to dive into a little bit on this podcast throughout the week with the health situation of the Buckeyes going into the Penn State game. I, I, I'll be very concerned. Buckeyes are six and oh, three and oh, in the Big Ten, though. And Ohio State, in case you haven't noticed. Remember, we we're talking about them at the beginning of the season. They couldn't quite get their offense on track. Well, um, they have outscored their opponents 68 to 14 the last three halves of football, dating back to the Maryland game last week. So, and and uh, the Buckeyes' defense has allowed just 58 points all season. So, I know we spent a lot of time talking about Michigan scoring defense and Penn State scoring defense. The Buckeye scoring defense is right there with them. But again, I think the health of the Buckeyes is the big question I would ask about right now going into this game against Penn State on Saturday. We'd love to hear your comments as well. I'm going to be doing a lot of research, talking to people, see what's going on there. Uh, Would he love to hear from you Buckeye fans and what you think about that going into Saturday? Again, at Twitter, TalkBig10, or hear the comments on YouTube. All right, we've talked briefly about two of the big three, the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Penn State Nittany Lions. The Michigan Wolverines are the other one in the big three. little bit of a slow start Saturday, but then they did in three quarters what most teams dream of doing in four quarters or six quarters or eight quarters, <laughs> for that matter. They started clicking, so we'll talk about that. And Iowa women's basketball, Caitlin Clark, back at it. They had an exhibition game, set a new record, a new record. Remember we were talking about uh, Nevada? Uh Nebraska at the beginning of the season and they had the outdoor volleyball game and set a record. Well, women's basketball in Iowa did something very similar as well. We're gonna get all uh into all that in just one minute, right here on Lockdown Big Ten. Game time is super cool. Game time is the way that you can get tickets to any event immediately. Sports, non-sports, comedy, theater, everything. Just download the GameTime app, and you can browse through the app and find all these upcoming events coming up. They've got last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals, and the part that I like the best is you can get the view from the seat from the ticket you're about to buy right there on your phone and check it out. See if you like it before you buy it. Um, game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. And even an hour after the event starts, which is key. I used to live in Los Angeles. Everybody shows up late. It's not because they're just laid back and cool. It's because traffic is horrible. So you can still get your tickets very late. So you can find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, everything you can think of. And with zone deals, you can pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings and the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on college for $20 off your first purchase terms apply again, create an account and redeem code. Lockdown College. That's L O C K E D O N C O L L E G E for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And I want to tell you about Price Picks. They are the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. And it's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. It's really simple. Instead of betting, uh, battling thousands uh, of other players, and some are pros and sharks out there, you know, you're just playing against the numbers. You pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch your winnings just roll in. Here is an example. You pick, uh, pick a running back like uh, Saquon Barkley or Josh Jacobs and pick them to uh, run for more than 60 yards and pair that with a Patrick Mahomes. that he will throw two or more touchdowns. Package it all together, and um, you pick more or less. They're going to do more in the stats or less in the stats. And by the way, speaking of Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, more times than not, they're having trouble scoring more than 20 points. He's not an automatic to just throw up three or four touchdowns every day. Something you might want to consider. Less, right? Um, so this is a lot of fun. You can impress your friends with your knowledge and impress your friends when the money starts rolling in. Go to prizepicks.com slash lockdown college and use the code lockdown college for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. And again, that's go to prizepicks.com slash lockdown college and use code lockdown college for our first deposit match up to one hundred dollars it's the daily fantasy sports made easy so lots going on let's talk about Michigan now uh, we've talked about everybody else Michigan rolled over Indiana 52 to seven. you know Indiana led this game seven to nothing. they sacked JJ McCarthy three times in the first quarter four times for the game. The Wolverines lost eight yards on their first two possessions. But then they did what Michigan usually does. They scored on eight of their next nine possessions and just rolled. Uh, They totaled 52 unanswered points to improve to 7-0, 4-0 in the Big Ten, and they'll hold their number two spot in the rankings for yet another week. Michigan has won 19 straight Big Ten games, tying a school record from 1990 to 1992. They have scored 50 points, two games in a row, for the first time since 1975. They've scored 30 or more in a team record 10 straight games. And Michigan is the third team since 2000 to start 7-0 while winning every game by at least 24 points. Ohio State did it in 2019. Stanford did it in 2011. That was the year after Harbaugh left there, by the way. So some additional things to consider about Michigan from this weekend. Again, true to form, J.J. McCarthy was not asked to do much statistically because Michigan just – Beaches so many different ways, and um, he was close to perfect. 14 of 17, 222 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. Then he gave way to Jack Tuttle in the second half. And again, because of this pattern, he's kind of falling behind on the Heisman numbers. So I really don't, I don't know that he's going to be in the Heisman conversation, but they are winning football games. So that's what's important. Blake Corm only rushed same thing for him. I mean, he's not having to have a big load because everybody else is doing everything else. He rushed 13 times for 52 yards, scored a couple more touchdowns, by the way, he scored a touchdown at every single game this year. And he's over 3000 yards for his career. So he got that benchmark and Roman Wilson caught a touchdown pass for his league leading ninth touchdown. He's, He's, he's JJ McCarthy's favorite, favorite target. And good news for Michigan fans Donovan Edwards because Blake Corham is hogging all the touchdowns Donovan Edwards finally got to score in uh, get his first touchdown of the season penalties you know I'm keeping track of this I'm like the only one that does so a couple weeks ago against Nebraska Michigan had zero last week against Minnesota they had one this week against Indiana they had two that's it for the entire game actually they're trending in the wrong direction they're increasing I'm just kidding there's hardly any penalties so, congratulations to the Michigan Wolverines on all of that. Um, Rutgers celebrated homecoming. Common on guy ran for 148 yards and a go-ahead touchdown, a 21-yard touchdown, which capped uh, an eight. They had an 18-point deficit. Came storming back in the fourth quarter, won the game. Nobody saw it. It was a blowout, and the weather was horrible, and everybody left to go celebrate homecoming. They stunned Michigan State 27-24. to 24. They had quite the celebration afterward. And get this, man. Rutgers is 5-2. They're 2-2 in the Big Ten. They got Indiana up next. Indiana's really struggling right now. Uh, Rutgers had two scores with nine seconds of this game. Again, everybody missed it because they bolted. There were 52,000 fans there, but there weren't at the end. That's for sure. So congratulations to Greg Schiano. There may be a bright spot for the Michigan State Spartans in this one. They may have found a quarterback after all this. Katen Hauser started in place of Noah Kim and completed 18 to 29 passes for 133 yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions, rushed for 27 yards and a touchdown and uh at one point he did build up an 18 point lead before it disappeared. So, but maybe he'll be the starting quarterback moving forward. And Illinois, which has really struggled to find its footing, they win at Maryland where Caleb Griffin kicked a 43-yard field goal on the last play of the game. They won 27-24. to It was a nice break for Brett Bielma as they improved to three and four. Luke Altmaier had a couple of touchdown passes in this one. And interesting sidebar, really, for Maryland, because they started out 5-0. and They were starting to believe that they were in the upper echelon with the big three. They lose to Ohio State. I think there's a little bit of a hangover. So they lose two games in a row after starting 5-0. and I'm sure uh, Coach Loxley and uh, Talia are not happy about that. So um, they and they got they they still got Penn State and Michigan around the corner on the schedule coming up. So uh, that's what happened in a pretty exciting week around the Big Ten this weekend. Again, the big one this weekend coming up Penn State, Ohio State, noon on Fox. That is going to be awesome. And also, we cap off the day, Michigan, Michigan State at Michigan State. Everybody loves that one, too. So some pretty big games coming up on the schedule that we're going to be all over right here on Lockdown Big Ten. Also, did you catch the crossover at Kinnick? You know what I'm talking about? Sunday. Remember Remember how Nebraska volleyball Played volleyball at a sold out Memorial Football Stadium. Like 100,000 uh, people were out there. They set a new record for, for a volleyball game. They did it outdoors. It was right at the beginning of uh, of the season. Well, the Iowa women's basketball team did the same thing. I got a picture of it here. I want to add here full screen if you watch it on video out of Kinnick Stadium. And um, it was pretty cool. They did it to raise some money for the nearby children's hospital and set a single-game attendance record for women's basketball at 55,646. The old record was like 29,000. They crushed it, absolutely crushed it. This is the star power of Caitlin Clark, who, by the way, had a triple-double, 34 points, 11 rebounds, and 10 assists, and Iowa won over DePaul, 94-72. Again, it was a preseason exhibition game, but uh, something that was very, Very cool. And I wanted to talk about it here on the podcast uh, in case you missed it on Sunday. A couple notes here. Uh, I want to thank you all uh, for checking us out every day. You every day is out there. i always appreciate it. If you haven't yet, please subscribe the black button down below. Even uh, check the bell if you want alerts. And if you subscribe and then share with a friend of yours that, you know, likes big 10, that would really help us out and follow and like locked on big 10 plus on Facebook, Fridays on this channel and all the college lockdown channels. We've got our uh, lockdown college football kickoff live show at 11 a.m. to noon. It's live. It's really cool. It's live. And if you miss it, it's on tape. You can always find it on these channels as well. So uh, coming up, what we always like to do at this time of the week, at this juncture of the week, I always like to point out the top 10 observations from this weekend. Big 10 top 10. It's all in one minute right here. A lockdown Big Ten. You know, Athletic Brewing Company has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. In fact, I have one right here. How about that? I'm put that right in front of the camera. Pretty nice, tasty too. Uh, their award-winning brews beat out full-strength beers in global taste competitions. How about that? Athletic Brewing Company brews over 50 styles of craft. Non-alcoholic beer. They got IPAs, golden sours, whatever you like, they have it. And they always experiment with new stuff too. They're fit for all times. Whether you're watching a game, watching your kids' games, non-alcoholic, right? Working out, doing yard work, no hangovers. You can find athletic brewing Company's non-alcoholic brews at a store near you, or you can go online. And check it out at athleticbrewing.com. That's athleticbrewing.com, all from the Athletic Brewing Company. Fit for all times. All right, so my Big Ten, top ten from the weekend. I always like to give you my observations here. Let's do it. I'm going to put it on screen, and uh, we'll just mention them from the bottom to the top. All right. Keep it nice and simple here. Here we go. Full screen for you watching on video. If you're on audio only, I'll, uh, we'll discuss at number 10. I've got uh, Jalen Harrell from Michigan against Indiana, two sacks and two tackles for loss. I always like to throw in observations for defensive players. At number nine, Penn state, a DCA sack, uh, two and a half sacks and three and a half tackles for loss. The Fighting Illini, Seth Coleman in there for three sacks and three tackles for loss at number eight. At number seven, the Michigan Wolverines scoring 50 points two weeks in a row. They haven't done that since 1975. Remember their first four games of the year? They were only scoring in the 30s and everybody was complaining. Then they busted out 40 uh, 40 and change against Minnesota. Now they've got two games in a row where they hit the 50-burger. Number six, gonna put Ohio State Marvin Harrison Jr. because he's always awesome. Six catches, 105 yards, and a touchdown. And Iowa punter Tory Taylor at number five. This is the first time we've ever put a punter or kicker. No, a punter. I was gonna say a kicker. We have done kickers, but we've never done a punter in the top five for his performance against Wisconsin. Truly a game changer. At number four, uh, Illinois. Speaking of kickers, Caleb Griffin, the 43-yard field goal to beat the um. To beat uh the Terps at the horn. And then I've got all three uh ruckers, top three. I haven't I've never done this before. Ruckers Desmond uh Igben-Oson, four tackles for loss at number three, at number two, ruckers Kyle Manungai. I just like saying Monungai, that's a great name. 148 yards and a touchdown. And a number one rockers. Just the fact that they erased an 18-point deficit to beat Michigan State. There is my Big Ten top 10 coming off the weekend. What do you think? Hit me up at Talk Big Ten on Twitter with a number 10. Find us on the website, talkbig10, number 10.com, or hit me up with a comment here on YouTube. Would absolutely love your feedback on all that. Um, as we motor on through the week. It's a big week. It's a big week. We've got a lot of big games coming up. And again, the interaction between you guys is very important. In fact, somebody gave me an idea. I was uh, going through the comments over the weekend because I told you I do. I promise I do. And uh, somebody said, hey, with Penn State and Ohio State and Michigan all being good and maybe they split with each other, how about going over some tiebreaker scenarios? I thought, you know what? That's worthy of it. That's a good idea. So an idea from a a viewer or listener. I'm going to turn it into a topic, and we're going to do a segment on that uh, sometime very, very soon here on Locked On Big Ten. Be sure to subscribe, black button down below, and share with your friends as well. And you'll get um, you get us as soon as this um, episode becomes available each and every day. We release the audio versions super early in the morning, like I think four in the morning. And then uh, the, the um, video comes out here on YouTube around 6 in the morning each day, and that's available to you for the rest of the day. But we get them out there ASAP, and I uh, want you to be a part of the Lockdown Big Ten family. Now I'm going to invite you to check out the Locked Sports Today podcast for the latest on everything going on in sports. In the meantime, have yourself a great day and a great week. Keep checking in here because we're new every single day. Can't wait to see you next time. I'm Craig Sheeman for Lockdown Big Ten.